happy friday everyone how many of you right now in this moment are rejoicing in the lord because of his faithfulness i know i am he is faithful in all his ways and to me this topic is something i'm still going through and god specifically wanted for me to talk about this topic because it's something i'm still going through and god is building my character through this and i am so grateful but of course when we're going through it there's moments where we question god as to why is this happening but he reminds us he reminds us of his promises he reminds us of the victory that awaits amen hello Welcome to my podcast channel, Fire for Jesus, the place where we proclaim victory through the cross. For those of you first tuning in, hello, welcome, I'm Noemi, and we're here rejoicing in the Lord. We talk about victory through the cross in this channel. We talk about how you can have victory for your life if you trust Jesus and you surrender your life to him. So before this message starts, we always begin with a prayer. So let's begin. Gracious Lord, we thank you for this beautiful Friday, for this privilege that you have given us of listening to your word, Father. I pray for someone that is going through this season right now, waiting for a promise for their life to come to pass. For you to remind them, Lord, that your timing is always perfect. And when the time is right, you will make it happen. Help us not lean to our own understandings and to our own ways, but to trust and submit ourselves to you. Help us know that this process is not beautiful, but it's going to build character for us. It's going to help us grow and depend more on the spirit than in our flesh. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you. I pray right now that I, Lord, that I decrease so you can increase and your spirit can move about and flow willingly through me right now in this moment. I welcome your spirit to this podcast. I welcome your spirit to the lives in my of my brothers and sisters right now, waiting, waiting desperately for this promise. Father, you are faithful. I pray that we keep our faith anchored in Jesus in our eyes set on Jesus and nothing more and for us not to settle for things Lord but for us to know that good things come to those who wait amen hallelujah Lord we thank you we thank you for this beautiful beautiful day we leave this podcast in your hands take control in Jesus mighty name we pray this amen So as you can see by the title, it's it will come to pass. It's been already four to three years, if I'm not mistaken, that I've been praying on this promise, specifically on this one promise. And it hasn't been pretty. It hasn't been pretty because I tend to think that I can avoid the process and just jump to my promise. See, those were my thoughts. Like, I can easily receive God's promise if I just prayed for it. But what we don't understand, what I didn't understand at that time, 
was that there's character building that God wants to build us and mold us. Think about this when you're pottering something. When you first get it, it's just like a blob of mud or whatever it is, right? And the person has to be molding it and sculpting it or whatever they do, you know, to get the form it needs to get. That's the way God sees us. He needs to build our character. He needs to build all this, all these, um, he needs to wash away all these uh, imperfections in us so we can receive that promise. And that's something I didn't comprehend. Romans 5, 3 through 5 says, And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation works patience, and patience produces character, and character produces hope. All this will never disappoint us because God has poured out his love to fill our hearts. He gave us his love through the Holy Spirit, whom God has given us. When God is molding us to receive that promise, the process is not pretty. It's not beautiful. But see, we need to understand that God does his ways in our lives for a purpose. He does what he needs to do in our lives for a purpose. That molding right now, that changing, that um, character building can be so devastating when you're going through it but you when you when it's done it's like a masterpiece it's beautiful the process is gonna make your character build and beautiful and we can't ignore sit here and ignore that process that God's trying to prune in us we need to be accepting of that process we need to be okay lord you're trying to do something right here right now i know you are i am allowing you to transform me i'm allowing you to build my character and we're waiting for this promise whatever promise you have laid upon god's feet you're waiting for it and tribulations aren't meant to hurt us but we hurt ourselves for misunderstanding god's word we want the promise in a certain appointed time because it matches with our desires. We want this certain time because everyone else is receiving it, so then we want it. We're looking left and right, and we're saying, that's what I'm praying for, and I haven't received it, but I want it. I want it so bad. And sometimes we just get so caught up in our emotions, offended over the door that is closed, that God has closed, and we never get to the point of asking the Lord, which door is open? Which door is open so you can build my character? God has an appointed time for everything. The doors he has opened will soon lead you to the promise. But right now, he wants you in this moment of growth. But we must always keep our faith in Jesus. We must always keep our faith knowing that whatever God said and promised you will come to pass. Something that I, that God has helped me understand more is he does not tempt me. He tests me. The enemy comes and tempts you. He knows what you're praying for. He knows the desires. And he wants to distract you and give you something temporary, as you can say. Something pleasing just to distract you from 
the promise God has for you to give you like a replica of that. And I fell for that so many times. I could tell you guys and sit here and tell you how many times I felt God and how many times I, my lack of faith came and, you know, shift me. And I feel like right now, I'm not the only one going through this. Sometimes we settle for things that God is telling you. That is not what I had for you. You're just stubborn. You want it your way. You want it your time. Why don't, why can't you submit yourself to me? All these pains and all these, we could save ourselves so much time, so much pain, but we choose to go on that path of destruction because it's self-will. God's path is going to bring trials and tribulations. But like I said, it's for character building. It's what God knows we need because he has a better purpose for us. And we cannot ignore the process. We have to endure in that process. What's that Bible verse what, that says, um, have joy in your afflictions? We have to have joy in our tribulations. We can't let the enemy win and take a hold and get him, have the last laugh. We can't. This is an analogy that I heard or I read, and it's true. And I want to share it with you guys. It says, because in the path of faith, there is honey. And in the path of unbelief, there is hunger. Wow, that is so true. In the path of faith, there is honey. God was guaranteeing the people of Israel the land of milk and honey. He guarantees us that. That is his promise, the land of milk and honey. But when you decide to go against God's will, when you decide to go against his promises, you're going to hunger. You're going to thirst. And nothing is going to satisfy you because it's unbelief. It's not true. God's word is true. When you hunger and thirst for God's righteousness, that is going to fill you up. Nothing else, no man, no job, no career, no nothing, no money is going to ever satisfy a hunger. Hungry and thirsty So right now that is hungry and thirsty for the Lord Jesus Christ. Nothing, not even your husband not even your kids, nothing's going to satisfy you the way Jesus satisfies you. You can have all the money in the world, you can have all the fame in the world, but if you don't have Jesus Christ, you don't have nothing, and I'm sorry to say that, but you don't. And that's something I need to say because God put in me to say, right now someone listening, saying I this is more important than God, this, no, God is more important than material wealth, God is more important than anything in this world can offer. God is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He wants to be that for your life. He wants to be the beginning and he wants to be the end. And he's telling you right now, submit yourself to me. Humble yourself to me and I will save you, my child. I will uplift you in this broken moment. You're not going to be a broken vessel no more. I'm going to raise you up and you're going to be glorifying my name in the heavens. And your testimony is going to save a lot of people. You just have to keep having that faith and keep your eyes on Jesus. And a lot of times, a lot of the times I was asking God, why can I just remove myself from this situation, this desire, this promise? Why did you bring it to me? I'm not going to receive it right now. I don't want this uh, molding. Those were my thoughts. 
But God kept reminding me, I'm doing this for a purpose. And it's not so you can have your promise, but because my name is going to get glorified through this. And you're going to see my spirit upon your life moving. You're going to see the spiritual growth in you. It's not about you knowing me. It's about me, about me getting all the glory. And a lot of the times we just seek God because we want the blessings. A lot of the times we just seek God because we want him to answer our prayers when we think it's the right time. So Noemi, how do we stand in God's promises when we come into a perfect harmony with him? That's how you stand in God's promises. When you come into a perfect unity with the Holy Spirit, because he's the only one that's going to allow you to endure in this trial. He's the only one that's going to allow you to, or I should say, he's the only one that's going to allow you to, what's the word? Encourage you to keep going and to keep trusting God. We don't step out of his will. When we come in perfect harmony with him, we don't step out of his will. That comes back to what I was saying. Satan's going to try to throw you something eye-pleasing so you can, you know, shift yourself to that temporary satisfaction when God's promises are meant to last forever, right? And if we step out of his will, that's what's going to happen. And everything that's going to come in our path is going to be hurting. It's going to be disappointment because God did not intend for us to go that way. We, can, we need to be aligned with the Holy Spirit. We can't be led by our emotions, but we need to be led by the truth. We cannot be led by our emotions, but with the truth. The emotions will get the best of us. That's why God says, serve me with all your minds, with all your heart, and with all your soul. Because those, if you don't, if they're not applied or not aligned with the Holy Spirit, those can easily just move you. Those can get, those can have a control over you if you don't submit them to the Lord. And then you're going to start seeing all these problems come and you're blaming God for everything that's happening when it's not God. It was you this whole time. And this takes me back to that Bible verse, um, Isaiah 55, 8 through 9, where it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts the thoughts and ways of god are so above our understanding we'll never get to understand god fully no man can ever get to that level of god because he is god through the word of god we are given some of the thoughts and ways of him we know god because of the word we know his character because his word tells us who he is. And these all if you read all the stories in the Bible, God is faithful and all his promises come to pass. You have to be really reading your word and knowing what the Lord is. And that's the way God speaks. It's through his word. 
You have to fill yourself up every single day. If you want God to speak to you, you have to seek him. If you don't quit, God is not going to quit on you. He is not going to quit. But as long as you're stubborn and you stay in that spot, God is going to leave you in that spot. But if you come to a realization of, okay, Lord, you've already been telling me this. I'm going to move forward. Then God's going to start working with you. He's going to start moving in your life. And sometimes we don't like the testing of our faith. Because like I said, it's not pretty. The testing of our faith is not pretty. But James 1.3 says the testing of your, of your faith produces endurance, mean, meaning tolerance. You're able to tolerate this because God is doing something in you. You can't do it alone. You cannot tolerate this process alone. What is getting you through? It is the Holy Spirit, not you. And right now, I know the Holy Spirit's helping me trust God. I know that when his time is right, he will make it happen. There's, and I'm not going to lie, there's moments where I cry myself to sleep. Lord, it's already been four years, four years, and I still can't receive your promise. What else do you want from me? God is saying, be patient, Noemi. You prayed for patience. This is what you get. And it is not to hurt you, but it is to produce endurance. Why? Because I know once I receive this promise, more tribulations are going to come my way. And if God did it for me once, and if God did it for you once, he's going to do it again. He's going to move that mountain for you again. You just got to believe it. You just got to have your faith. What does the Bible say? If you have your faith as small as a mustard seed, you say to that mountain, move, and it shall be done. It shall be done. But it takes endurance to be able to tolerate the process and have joy through it. And when we're waiting so much for this process, you become so weary, you become like, you bring the weight upon your shoulders that it's not even meant to be there. I did that a bunch of times. I stressed myself over this. I was doubting God. I had one foot in and one foot out, Lord. I see confirmation, but I'm not seeing it come to pass. I pray for confirmation. It's right there, but it seems I get closer to it, and it's further pushing away. And I became weary in one season of my life, in one moment of my life. I was focusing so much on that promise, and it became a distraction. And God, God does not want that for us. He does not want this promise that he has for us to become a distraction. If you do, it's because you start idolizing that promise and you're not focusing on the one that can make that promise come to pass in his perfect timing, in his perfect timing, not in yours. And I started to become, I started to idolize it and Google this and Google that and look at these videos. Oh, I want that, Lord. I want that so bad. Why can't I have it right now? Why can't it happen tomorrow? And my strength became no more. I didn't want to do nothing. But this week, he led me to the book of Isaiah. And he kept saying, strength being renewed. 
strength being renewed. Isaiah 40, 29 through 31 says, He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. They will soar on the wings like eagles, on the wings of grace. I'm going to receive God's promise by faith because of his grace. I've been unfaithful in the past. I've been doubtful. But God, through it all, remained faithful to me. And he's remaining faithful to you. Your past is not going to define your purpose. Your past is not going to define your promise. It's going to be hectic. It's going to get dirty. It's going to get rowdy. But as long as you keep pushing forward and you do not look back, keep pressing on, there is victory for you. Amen? And Jesus Christ has already taken those worries and those doubts upon himself at Calvary and that old rugged cross for you. And it has your name written right there in the center of it. God's saying it's right there. Reach out, keep walking, keep pushing. And we can only do that through the Holy Spirit. Because if we do it by our own way, our own flesh, our own self, we're going to get misled. So it's only through the Holy Spirit that your promise will come to pass because it passed. Because it is through your faith in your promise. It is through your faith in the cross. Because Jesus Christ holds all our promises. We weary ourselves because we focus too much in the promise than on our purpose. And that's true. And he also brought me that verse, Isaiah 43, 2, that says, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and the rivers will not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, and the flame will not burn you. Waiting for the promise felt like the rivers were overflowing me and drowning me. I kept walking, but it felt as if I was walking through fire, like I was never going to get there. But God said, it's not going to overwhelm you. You're not going to get scorched, and you're not going to get burned. Because he is there. This brings me back to that story on the kids that they threw in the pit of fire. And they were meant to burn. I don't know if it was two or three. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I'm not sure, but they threw the kids to the pit and the fire started raging and going. But amen. Amen, because they were not alone. There was a third person there, and that was God. They did not get burned by the fire or the flames. And the same way right now I'm standing here telling you, you're not going to get burned. It feels as if there's no escape through the fire or through the waters overflowing in your life. You're not going to drown. You're not going to get burned because God is there. God is there for you as he is for me. And I'm going to keep telling you, keep pressing on. Keep pressing on. Don't give up. Like I said, God does not work with quitters. If you don't give up, he won't give up. Keep pressing on. Philippians 3, 13 through 14. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are called before. 
I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. You press forward. Keep moving forward. It's going to come to pass. And also he brought me um, the verse. I don't know how to say this. Lord, forgive me. Uh, I'm going to say it in Spanish. Deuteronomio 28 verses 1 through 14. I can't say it in English, so I'm not even going to go there. But it states, Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you, because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. Blessed shall you be in the city, and blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground and the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle and the offsprings of your flocks. Blessed shall be your basket and your kneeling boat. Blessed shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come out against you on the way and flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. The Lord will establish you as a holy people to himself, just as he has sworn to you. If you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways, not in your ways, but in his ways, then all the peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. The Lord will grant you plenty of the goods in the fruits of your body, in the increase of your livestock, and in the produce of your ground, in the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. The Lord will open to you his good treasures. The Lord's going to open to you the right doors, the heavens to give, the rain of your land in its season, and to bless all the work of your hand. You shall lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not be beneath. If you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and are careful to observe them, so you shall not turn aside from any of the words which I command you this day, to the right or the left, to go after God's to serve them. God is going to make it come to pass. The petition of wanting a baby, of wanting marriage one day, of changing people that you love, the petition of spiritual growth, forgiveness, or even a job. These promises are going to come to pass in your life. It says in the word of God, like Sarah, for example, she waited years to bore a child. Is it, did I say it right? To bear a child? To bear a child? <laughs> to give birth to a child and Ruth and the book of Boaz. Spiritual growth, you see it all throughout the Bible. Forgiveness and the jobs these prophets had and the disciples. 
these are promises God declares upon your life. It's something we desire to have or see a change in. But you know this verse also, but first ye seek the kingdom of righteousness and everything else will be added unto you. Focus on his will. And everything else will start to transfigure in your life. It will be so fast that you won't even have a chance to see when it happens. Because by the time you know it, you're going to have it. You're going to be at your job. You're going to be with your new baby. You're going to be with your spouse or whatever the case is, whatever promise you have. God's blessing will be so abundant that it will literally chase you down in a good way. They're going to chase you down. Man, sometimes I think, man, if I could have like tripped over and the promises could have got a hold of me right then and there. But no, if you fall, you get back up. Amen. You fall, you get back up and you keep pushing forward. You keep pressing on. Yes, we're going to face envious people along the journey. People that don't want to see God's promises in your life come to pass. And they'll literally try to do anything to make it impossible. And trust me, because I've been there and I'm going through that. But when the command from the Lord is given, Get this in your spirit. But when the command from the Lord is given, nothing, nothing, nothing can stop that command. Don't let that discourage you. Don't let people's jealousy or hate get in the way of God's promises for your life. Because we know, because the children of God know, that all things work together for those who love God and to those who are called according to his purpose. Glory to God. Amen. So keep pressing on, brother and sister. Keep pressing on, keep reaching out to God because his promise is going to come to pass. I want you to believe that for your life. Don't let the enemy come and distract you. Don't let temptation get the best of you. If you fall, get back up. Don't quit. Don't quit because good things are yet to come for your life. Good things are yet to come to your life. And I want you to believe that and have faith in Jesus. Have faith, brothers and sisters. Let's pray to be dismissed. Father in heaven, we thank you for this word. We thank you because we know that your promise is going to come to pass. Help us, Father. Keep pushing forward and keep pressing on. Help us not give up. I pray that wherever we turn, Lord, that you remind us of your promise and to be patient and to wait, and to have joy through this test, through this tribulation. Help us know that nothing else is going to satisfy us but your promises for our life. Help us know that that land you have for us is going to be full of milk and honey. Help us not settle for thorns, Lord. Help us not settle for people, for jobs that you have not meant to put in our path. Help us know, Lord, and believe your promises. I pray for my brother and sisters this day that you encourage them, Father, with your word. Let your spirit move in them. I pray that they surrender and humble themselves unto you, Lord, and that you show them you are God, that you are he, that you are God, and there's no one above you. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray this. Amen and amen. Well, that does it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to all my brothers and sisters that are always willing to share this with someone. It means so much. And I'm really blessed to have the people that I have. 
and to be able to encourage in Christ Jesus, because it is not me, it is Christ. It is the Holy Spirit leading me to these messages. And it's for a reason. All this is not going to go in vain because there is victory. Thank you to all who share. If someone came to mind, you already know, hit that share button. Share it with people from your job or cousins, family, loved ones, whatever, you know, whoever came to mind in that moment, you share it. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. Thank you once again. And I hope everyone had an incredible week and have an incredible day and weekend. Stay safe and may God bless you.